It's the Tillcast, episode 358. Strip for the PC Master Race. And this week, guys, we talk more Red Dead 2, clips. more Fallout 76, Show those cartridges. Tetris Effect, and VR, check out my RAM, and the finer points of muscle training. Stay tuned. <laughs> the GPU makes me hard. Okay, uh, we're back. Yeah. 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 It's the Tillcast. All right. Dude. We are back. It's been a minute, hasn't it? It Jesus. is. Well, I mean, we... last week was Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, and I just posted the... Thanksgiving. You gave me the episode a little bit after Thanksgiving, and yeah. I posted it right, what, like Monday? Yeah. So, yeah, the holidays really screwed us up, uh, but and it always does, really, but... Um, uh, I was a little late because of work, so <laughs> I was actually just in a state of meh. Of, give no fucks about anything, right? Um, and I really, really, really wanted to just goof off, right? There's that's why I was not hustling you at all about the episode. Fucking Jason's over here, fucking stripping. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Oh, got Rockstar on the keyboard. That's what it that's, was. That's why it came off so quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. He used, yeah. uh, <laughs> the computer was at risk. I'll, I'll start the, stripping the for com- my computer, that's the for computer, sure. The computer <laughs> keyboard was at the Strip for the PC Master strip Race. Strip for the PC Master Race. The, Ooh, yeah. the type cover had Rockstar on it, so <laughs> the, uh, the outer polo work shirt came off to clean up the type board cover. Fuck that work shirt. <laughs> Hey, it's black anyway. Right. Like, okay. it'll wash. Right. The, the sugar or whatever's in that will wash it's out. It's not sugar. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> whatever it is, it's not sugar. It's uh... the components of sweetness and that will wash out. <laughs> Circulose, I think. <laughs> He's Circulose. Is... I think it's sucralose. C- Circulose, whatever. What's circulose? It's kind of like, the... it's, it's derived from circles. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm half punchy right now, so <laughs> that's, that's quite okay. all right. That's fine with me. Uh, I know you love making that, fun of me when well, I am. So. Hey, whatever. Hey, it's been a Thanksgiving week, and before we get started, I'm Nos. I'm Rusty. I'm Jason, and it's the Tillcast. We're a video game podcast that has a lot of bullshit up front. Oh yeah, lots um, of bullshit. So just be prepared, and, and <laughs> sometimes a lot of depth. A lot of depth. Sometimes. Sometimes. Only when, um, we only are an M rated show, so maybe beyond that sometimes. Um, yeah. So yeah. just be Fuck forewarned. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um <laughs> other than that, yeah, we're back and thank God. Uh yeah, it's been a minute. I just I really like doing this show. It's you know when you don't do it for a week, you miss it. It's you do. weird. And, and I think I just miss you guys. Oh, what a guy! He's—we're all gonna Aww. fucking bro hug afterwards. I'm sure. No, we're not because I can't move my arms. <laughs> <laughs> he found a bowflex. I can't even masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad, bad position to well, be in, sir. When you hook up as many bands as you did for the first go, I don't understand why you well, did that. So, all right, so let tell me, us the story. Let's let's explain. The so story. John wanted to get rid of this bowflex. Over the holidays, and I said, absolutely, I need to work out. My fat ass can get in shape. I'm sick of being around. 
And so I said... Round is a shape. Yeah, round is a shape, <laughs> but it's not a shape that most people want to be. So, and if you're round, I understand. Round is shape. Round is shape. But I... I was talking to uh, John about it, and he's like, hey, come get this. And we decided to try to put that thing in my car. Uh, we did what? some measurements, and John was like, well, I guess we were hopeful. Uh, John being carousel John. Yes. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I that did not work out. No, I've, I would have told you that. Jesus. <laughs> so that was we – were. I was going to do it Thanksgiving night, and it didn't work out. So um, round robin again with one of my other buddies uh, – Jason B., who's not on the show, he's been on absolutely one show as one of the wrestler characters, but he uh, <laughs> yeah. he sounds a lot like Randy I can totally like, see like, him doing that, like Macho Man. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does a good Macho Man, <laughs> but he uh, he could he was going to do it on Monday, and then he got really sick, so I couldn't do it. So I called up Jason over here. To get the to help me get that fucker. You got a lot of friends named Jason. I do. Yeah, I got a lot of J name friends. Except um, yeah, you're the odd man out. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm always odd. <laughs> but anyways, I but I can attest. Fuck you. Me and me and Jason, even with his, he's got double doors on his house, and even with the double doors, it's pretty wide on the base. Yeah, and we put it in the back of his pickup. I, what do you drive again? A Chevy Silverado, okay, regular so a, cab with a six foot bed. Yeah. Right, so with that six foot bed, that thing fit all the way to the end. Actually, I had to tilt it on top of the tailgate, huh. like it wouldn't actually lay down. Yeah, Bowflexes are not like small. <laughs> no. no, the base is really wide, <laughs> no, and there's it, a, it's about like six two. You go, you're gonna want it wide because otherwise you'll have a bow flex flipping over on you while you're bowing. Right. <laughs> so I got the, we got that thing. We got it in the house, and we're gonna try to move it to one of the back bedrooms here. And we decided that we we very quickly found out that the base is too wide. Keep, so you're gonna have to disassemble. Wait, wait. No, keep in mind, we probably could have tried it. We probably could have given a fuck and tried it. Except for the fact that I had to bring my four-year-old boy along. Oh, uh, yeah. And? Because, yeah. you know, it it was it was a night, and he was driving the wife crazy. So she was like, if you're going, Take you're him. taking him with you. <laughs> I need him. So, yeah, he was full of energy. Uh, so I, mean, I show up to John's house with a kid in tow. That was actually kind of funny because John has a Rottweiler uh-huh. that's overly friendly. She licks a lot, uh-huh. and she's a big Rottweiler. Like she's pretty burly. She's probably yeah. close to a hundred pounds, and uh, named Natalia. And uh, his uh, and he and he and has she, another dog. I couldn't. She he's got a dog. Figure that's out a, the breed, a mix, and then he's got like uh, a. But the other dog's almost as big as she is, and then he's got a smaller dog. Yeah, but the. So. Rottweiler really liked your son. <laughs> yes. Like, he was... At first, yes. I was a little bit worried, and I was like, I don't think Natalia will be that much of an issue, and no, she just, like, slobbered the fuck out of his head. It's <laughs> <She has laughs> like, one lick. I mean, no, no, it was she, just like, lick, 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 she, lick, 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 She lick. walks up, and she is looking directly in his face. She's as tall as he is. Aww. Right? She could, he could ride her like a horse. And she just starts assaulting his face with her tongue. <laughs> and he's just, he's he's looking at me and John's wife like, this is great, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm afraid for my life. I don't think he was afraid. He seemed like he no, was No, okay. he wasn't. He was just like, 
He couldn't he couldn't figure it out because Titan is used to bigger dogs, right? But not one quite that big, you know the the Roddy outweighed dogs he's used to by a good twenty to thirty pounds. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You know? And she's not so she's a not a mean dog. She's a ridiculous. So every time that we go over there for our Thursday night game thing, like. She just, she's needy. She just sits by you and, like, presses the body against and then licks every time your hand gets close to the mouth. It's like, rip, rip, rip. It's, yeah. it's fine. As long so, as she's not a lap dog, that's fine. So he was, he was just, he was unsure. Uh, should should I reach out and pet this dog? Should I, you know. Should I run? <laughs> he was Is she just trying unsure. to eat me right now? <laughs> so, so it was kind of funny. And then after we kind of broke him up the first time, they were, they were both cool. Like she was keeping a healthy distance, and he was petting, and it was fine. But it was hilarious for like that first minute. Yeah, just he turned into like a human popsicle. Like she was just, <laughs> just like, like three licks a second. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we get over here, and Justin uh, sticks Zoe in the backyard because he's still babysitting her. Right. right? So uh, he sticks her outside, and Titan can hear her scratching and barking at the door because she she wants back in, uh, and all he wants to do is get her. But then she also wants to play with all of Justin's toys. Oh, in course. the living room, because Justin has a lot of toys. <laughs> Justin has a lot of toys. So by the time we got the Bowflex <laughs> inside, it was like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with trying this right now so right. i'll come back with tools and you and we'll, didn't come back with tools today. and i didn't come back with tools today but dick i'll come back with tools and we'll tear the base apart dick and get it down the hallway that way but, yeah it's just not something that it's really unwieldy like john was like oh you could put it in the back of your car and take it home no and there, there's no there's no like, way there's, there's no, no way, way to that carry that fit. thing no, no matter how strong you are because it's so no. wide and long you, you would have 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 to have yeah, taken that half apart to even dream of putting it in your car bowflex like and you have a decent sized car well, I mean, the seats but, laid down, and it's a hatchback, so, I mean, you could... It would have stuck out three feet, though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not quite that much. It would have stuck out a fair amount, but it you, wouldn't... But You wouldn't the, have been able to close the door. I would have... It would have hit the roof of my car, but I wouldn't have been able to get most of it in there, so I didn't really want to tear up the car to get a Bowflex Right. Yeah. Right. And I did not want to try to wrestle that thing out by myself through my narrow-ass door. I was like, it's never going to happen. I'm, like, in my head, I was thinking, I'm going to pull it out of the car... And I'm going to put it in the street, and I'm going to I'm just going to work out in my driveway. <laughs> well, like I was just like, and I just told both, John I was like, "There's no fucking way, dude." No way. And those bow flexes are kind of deceiving, especially like if you know, like when the when the seats up and whatnot mm -hmm. doesn't look necessarily quite that tall. Right. No, but it is. But it's as tall as I am. Yeah. Uh, and the base doesn't look as wide. As it it's, actually is. It doesn't is. look as wide as this table, but it's as wide as this table. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason, because all the flexing it's actually, is in the back. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it, I, it might you, actually be a little bit wider than this table. Well, you want it to be stable. Yeah. It's very stable. I, I, you know, I clean the thing off. It's It looks like it hasn't been used in a while. I dusted the fuck out of it. Well, I mean, it's a Bowflex. But 
I, I mean, I'm, people buy that shit and they're like, yeah, I've got a Poflex. I never use it. Well, I have. I used one a long time ago. So when when I was a teenager, my parents bought a Bowflex for my, my dad did. And I used the Bowflex and then I used free weight. So I worked out a shitload on it and got yeah. fairly big on it. Okay. Um, and then it was back then, like, we had it all the way up to 310 pounds. So, like, me and dad, like, put it through its paces. So I got through this thing and I was like, I remember last time I got to the Bowflex, I maxed it out yeah i was like so i'm just gonna we're gonna start with the incline press and a regular bench press and some butterflies and you started at max and so i started at the 210 oh pounds oh my god um with and i went ahead and went through th- three sets of 15 on everything wow. so on butterflies 210 on incline press at 210 and regular bench press at 210 and then i can't remember what it's called but it's like where you push straight forward it's kind of like a military push-up, but with that tension. Right. And I could not do that then, so I dropped it down to, like, a, I don't know, whatever it is. It's uh, 160. Yeah, about 160. I just did the 50 and the 30s on either side. And I did that after doing those. And right now I can't raise my arms. You. <laughs> that's because you went from not working out at all. To going back to. To going back to about, what you were maxing at. No, it wasn't what I was maxing at. It's or, about two-thirds what I did. Okay, but still. But like when I worked out. probably started with but still, sir, maybe you, half of that. This is Neanderthal me, and you, I cannot let myself down. My penis will shrink if I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> sir. I can there, tell you it does is, not happen that there way. There is such a thing as working back up to it. Right. And yeah. that that I'm does really, take a couple weeks. I'm really fucking stubborn. I mean, so what's going to happen is I'm going to continue to do this. Oh, my God. He's going to break okay. himself. When, when and then I'm gonna, tear, when, when you, I get past Christmas, my goal is to get back up to just understand, adding it, weight. Just understand. If you tear a bicep. Yeah, that'll be a bitch. Yeah. Or, I've never or done you, that, though. Or you tear a chest muscle. You're gonna I am feel going it. to laugh my fucking ass You're off. You're going to feel you. it for a long fucking time. Well, and so I did that right, and I did all the curls and everything. When I did curls and I like, I can't curl 210 pounds, right? That's a lot of that's a lot of weight. Oh, what? No, you're supposed to max it out. I mean, that's where you're going with everything I'm else. You might as it, well. I'm going to the bench press. I can do that with the curls. I was doing a normal weight. So I was doing pushing exercises the other day. Um, then I was doing the curls. And then I was doing like you know all the uh, twisting motions and leg motions and trying to work out my legs. So I'm sore all over. And tomorrow I'm supposed to bench press again. And I don't know if I can do it. You're <laughs> just like okay. I just it, can't raise my arms. I was trying to get in my jacket and I put my hood on my head and so, then I slid. I like stretched it out and then like penguin winged in on one side and that hurt and so then on the other side like i didn't know what to do so i grabbed the sleeve with my mouth and pulled it tight and tried to penguining penguin wing in at an angle and kind of got in there and thankfully my jacket's really loose Dude, so so and you, you you stretched before and after here, yes i did here, like okay it still hurts like here's the, so here's what you I stretched need. every morning here's here's what you need to do from a from a former athlete myself, you need to still do it tomorrow, but you need to do it at much less weight. Well, yes. You need to do... You need to do about half of what you're doing. You need to do 90 to one, ninety to uh, 110. You need to stick in that range and still do it, because if you don't, your muscles actually will halt the development process, 
and you're just going to screw yourself even more, and you'll be well, in more pain. And the reason that I did so much is when I, when I jumped in, I was like, well, it's not as enough resistance. I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm locking my arms, and I'm not holding it like I would with free rates, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So to, you don't let your joints do the work you need. So to, you, I stopped, stopped locking joints, and then just would get it to about right here, right to where my elbows are still bent. And then pull it back to about here, and that still yes. hurts. But <laughs> he's doing the motions. <laughs> that still hurts. But <laughs> yeah, I was even I mean, trying to hold a controller the other day, so I moved this chair with arms out there so I could rest my elbows, <laughs> so that I had, so had there was something. no no weight put on my shoulders, yeah. even the controller. <laughs> when I was at work today, I kept finding things to rest my elbows on. <laughs> Yeah. And like I kept like so, when, when he's not working and he doesn't have an armchair, he's just got two slings. He puts his arms in. <laughs> I had I shouldn't have done it, but I had my feet up on my desk and I was just trying to recline and keep. No point of support was done by my muscles at work. <laughs> I had the keyboard like in my lap, and um, I won't say his full name, but like Marcus, you guys know who he is. He used to work out a lot. Looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, hard workout." I was yeah. like, "Yeah." He's like, "I could tell you're all like curled up." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, you need to do that. It let let me put it this way: collegiate and professional athletes, when they're recovering from an an injury, right, and they start working back into it, they start at one quarter to one third of the weight they normally work with, and move up, and move up from there, as to not overstress your. The stress their muscles and you're going from you have overstressed your muscles so now you need to kind of follow that same kind of i think where i was going with it is i was like oh this this is still this is hard but it, like doable right and i wasn't feeling a burn right so i just you, kept pushing myself don't do, feel don't, it until i don't after. worry about the burn see the, that's that's the part that you're, you're you're doing wrong if you're trying to feel the burn after i'm trying to the get to a point rep, where I was, well i was trying to get to a point where my arms couldn't move anymore Okay, well, you've you've gotten I've clearly you accomplished that. that. Okay, but all right, just just so you know, I've not been to a fucking gym in a while. It's my fault. I really I I don't. But when I get to the fucking gym, I can do no shit. I can do a four hundred pound fucking leg press just because my legs are used to moving that much weight, right? <clears throat> right. And I come in, fat ass me, go to the fucking leg press machine. Put it to fucking 400, and I'm seeing these guys that are like fucking half of my size but swole, right? And their fucking eyes are popping out of their fucking head as I'm doing fucking reps at 400. And and I get off, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do a squat tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to be able to can, Just because I can, it's going to fuck me up, but I felt it, right? Yeah. What I should have actually done is done about half of that, and... Well, a 200-pound leg press Whoa. is just me standing up. So, uh. Well, that's that's like last year. I screwed up my knee for a couple weeks because there were a couple guys at work that were like, dude, you need to work out with us. You need to work out with us. You, you need to get swole. I was like, swole, swole. But understand, one, I'm okay where I'm at. I don't need giant arms and a giant uh, chest. Uh, I do have a gut. Yes. Okay. Fine. We all, everyone at this I, table I'm does. sitting here judging, I mean, right? I mean, if we just um, go around the table, he's like slightly empty potato sack. Right. Full potato sack. And I'm overstuffed. <laughs> We've got a couple pulling out the top. <laughs> but. Yes. 
<laughs> anyway, they were like, you need to work out. I said, all right, tell you what, if I walk in there and I leg press more weight than any one of you guys can at five or 10 reps, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> you fucked your nut and knee up doing it. I, I did fuck my knee up doing it because my right knee has a bad joint. But so they're sitting there, they're doing like 360, 400, you know, and they're fairly fucking swole. I walk in there, I throw that fucker at its maximum weight. It does 600. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. I pulled 10 reps. Yeah. At 600. And, and immediately fell over. And... <laughs> The next day, I needed a cane. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> but my legs still retain all of that muscle in my thighs that I built playing soccer and playing linebacker in high school. Well, I mean, so, the, so this is this is the thing. Like, you, you might think, you might think, like, okay, me. I was able to move around, like even at my biggest. You saw me at my biggest, yeah. actually. I was able to move around fairly well. I'm not like I wasn't the one to go get the fucking like you know motorized carts or anything. I I refused. I would fucking I would walk. I would do I would do everything I needed to. But I mean, at my biggest, I was like 400. Like I was a big fucking guy, and I'm still kind of a big guy, but I'm less of a big guy right now, right? The thing is, is, I mean, you have to think about these big guys. Mm-hmm. These guys that move around at 400, they're already doing a 400-pound fucking leg press just sitting up from a fucking chair. You know, they're they're They're, they're already, already doing 400-pound squats to take a shit. If they fucking walk a mile, <laughs> it's just like if you had a 250-pound person wearing a 150-pound rucksack, that's yep. what that motherfucker's doing. Yep. You know- it's, you know, he may have a layer of fucking blubber on him that, you know, looks terrible, but, you know, if he's actually moving around, that is a lot of act- added resistance there's that a, he can burn off. Well, and here's a good example, and this is my my cousin who I grew up with. He's about a year older than me, and we used to work out as teenagers. He minus 6'4", he's a big guy, does not work out his table muscle in the way that he should. Right. But he bench presses 450 pounds, so he's the guy on the on your left. Right. Yeah. Right. Big he's, guy. He's a really big guy. But <laughs> yeah, us big guys, we hide all of our uh, yeah. all of our muscle. That's, you know that's what? what it is. To be on to be honest, that's even true for those of us who are big and not necessarily big wide, just big. Right. Yeah. You, uh, you've got a lot of mass there. Uh, so uh, a lot of my mass is hidden. Hidden. <laughs> you don't it's see your hidden. It. It's your hidden mass. It's my <laughs> hidden mass. Well, most people don't realize my thighs actually almost stretch <laughs> all of my fucking jeans. I've split my fair share, fair share of jeans. I know, right? And it's not fat. Fucking dress pants. It is not fucking fat. Well, my well, some of yours mm-hmm. is. I can I tell you. So. I mean, it's not necessarily working out, but I could tell you that when I was, uh, when, and I don't think you, either of you actually had met me at the time, but when I broke my leg yeah. and I was on fucking crutches, um, as, as a, 
400-pound dude walking around on crutches. Now, I'm going from using my legs, which primarily had been locomoting me around, right, to moving 400 pounds with my arms. Holy fuck, I lost weight. Holy fuck, I felt like I could fucking lift a car after that shit. As soon as I was, like, able to get off of the crutches, all of that upper muscle went away. But I can tell you, I could still build it. I just don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember when I first met you, your forearms were about an inch bigger well, than they are now. Well, I'm a single dude, so. <laughs> uh, so. And, and at at your size, that one inch bigger, that was all muscle from right. when you were on the crutches. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was. I was able to, you know, I was, I was moving around pretty quick. Because you and I started talking not long after you finished being on the crutches right yeah that's that's about when you yeah that's when we met um but yeah that's it it's not good for your arms to be on crutches but i mean it was good for my upper body strength to be on crutches yeah it didn't do any any favors to my legs at the point but i am proud of my cousin just because he's a fucking beast this is him deadlifting six hundred and five pounds. Oh, he's oh. a he's a deadlifter. Oh, yeah. oh God! Uh, and at <laughs> this point, right about this is where people die. Uh, right about here, <laughs> right about there. Yep, that's Look. when my insides would come out my asshole. Yeah. Oh God! You see it bending the fucking bar. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here's he's fucking beast. And here's the thing about about uh, most. Most things. People assume because you're fat, because you have fat on you, that you're not strong. I would say watch deadlift competitions. Yeah, no, those fuckers are big. Most of these guys, because of the amount of weight they lift and how many times in a week they work out with heavy weight, they eat a lot a lot well, yeah. of fat and carbs right. because they have to. <laughs> but so, but these guys I mean, have... Just, he's ridiculous. And, yeah. and most Jesus. of these guys... <laughs> I feel like how many hundreds are on that right. fucking thing. And most of these... And that's what I had to compete with as in high school because he got almost that big in high school. And Jesus. I was just like... Matt, I can't. I can't keep no. up. No. See, no, the, no. See, I would not even be able to do a quarter of that. Uh, yeah. So I deadlifted so, 460 pounds once, and then uh, he just went over there and picked up 560, boom, and uh, does the same thing as like you, you motherfucker, right? <laughs> but anyway, those guys. I mean, all those guys. Plus, they don't concentrate on their core too terribly oh, yeah, much. Do. I mean, they do some like the core muscles, not necessarily for shaping. Yeah. See, yeah. those guys go uh, go for power. Yeah. Over uh, over, over sculpting. sculpting. Right. So, you know, most of those guys that can deadlift, you're not going to see them with, like, tiny waists. No. <clears throat> These no. guys, so the power lifters, like what he's doing and shit, yeah. those power lifters, if you go by the BMI scale, they're fucking obese. Yeah. But that fucking obese motherfucker can bend you in half. <laughs> so... You know, yeah. and I'm just saying that most fucking obese motherfuckers that that actually do use their fucking muscles and, and build it, they might have it hidden. They might have moves, but guess what? They can still bend you in half. 
<laughs> right? They can still well, turn your face a, to butter crazy in a single thing punch. Is he's, he's three inches taller than Jason, and yeah. he's that well, and he's that wide. That well, yeah, it's, yeah. So when you've got a frame like a fucking Viking, uh, you're <laughs> not just a Viking, sir. That's like a fucking berserker. <laughs> berserker, berserker rage. Yeah, he's <laughs> Matt is a fucking beast. Like if I ever, he's the gentlest guy I know. But I mean, he's got like seventy-five children too. But well, he uh, like if I ever got in trouble and he was around, like I would not be scared. No. Hell no. no. He's like three people easy. He could punch through a dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dude could probably swing his arms a couple times and take he out just, five regular dudes. He, I he mean. just grabs two people by the neck and lifts them up. <laughs> Fucking superhuman style, right? Fucking, like, you were saying, yeah, motherfucker. Like what? I haven't looked at his Facebook he, in a while, and he posted a new video. It's like 615 for three. <laughs> just like, God. You know, it's Dang. like. It's like. That shit Arnold Schwarzenegger pretended to do in the movies when he was younger. Yeah. He could actually do that shit. Well, and I, I started doing this the other day. My girlfriend was kind of goading me a little bit. She's like, yeah, but you'll probably never get buff. So now oh, it's what? it's one of those things now that she knows my mentality. So, so she's like, you'll never me. get there. And that's my motivation to you. <laughs> you'll never get there. So you're going to get there. I know it. You're going to have like an eight pack, fucker. <laughs> You're going to have a 16 pack. No. He's going to be like, I'm splitting these fucking packs. I've, I, never, I've never had anything more than a two pack. <laughs> I, I've had a one pack for a long I, time. I, could, I can fully believe, or I fully believe that once you pass the age of 30, like there's a section down at the bottom of your abs. I, I believe if you actually watch the movie Click. He'll say, look, I've got a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's pretty much where There will always be a little baby bulge there. Like, no matter how skinny you get. A tongue. It's called a tongue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where it's going to be. But moving on. Right. Uh, I uh, actually played game this week. What? What? You got... You did things. I did things. So, uh, Black Friday, I got Red Dead Redemption. Hell yes! Fucking boom. Boom. See? Now so, now you two have so a game I that Red I Dead don't too. have. Um, that so, no, I a, do have it. That can just, literally be anything, Rusty. I, well, <laughs> no, I do have it. I just haven't played more than an hour of it. Right. Oh, so, sad face. I've got somewhere between 20 and 30 hours in it. And he's played more. Damn, that's a uh, that's a respectable amount since Black Friday. Um, it's right? Friday from Friday, <laughs> like right. last well, Friday. Let me put it this way: a lot lot of uh, going to bed at midnight or one a.m. And most um, of it, they don't curse that much, and there's not a lot of heads blowing. No, off. No, I mean they're not. Un- uh, you playing the same so? Game? Rockstar's not completely unrealistic in the fashion that people didn't really swear that way back then. <laughs> You know, yeah, and so you can wear fairly, headphones for the all the damn the few fucks that are there. Yeah, they're they're fairly realistic with it, and I haven't run across any nudity run a lot yet. Of, I so I haven't run across any nudity. I mean, uh, I've had Titan sit next to me while I'm playing it. You know, watch the cowboy game. Yeah. You know, he's cool with it. Um, I would say everything Justin has said about this so far is right. It's a really good game, isn't it? 
that said, you can uh, very easily lose yourself in shit that doesn't really matter. Right. Like the last two nights, I got stuck playing Texas Hold'em in the game. Oh, well. Because I just wanted everybody's money at the table. <laughs> and see, I suck at the card game, so I never do. I never win. Well, Texas Hold'em, man. I mean, it's not that hard of a game. So, like, uh, how do you, you know, how do you figure out when they're bluffing? Oh, oh, it's I, a fifty-fifty shot. I just guess. It it is a little bit harder in that because you know you're not playing with actual people, so there's not any real tells. Though, when it is really bad, I did figure out the computer does make the NPCs say certain phrases and whatnot. Uh. So every once in a while, it, like if you hear a phrase that's kind of out of turn for what that character has been pl- saying for a few hands, uh, I, I'll take the guess at it and figure they're bluffing, right? Gotcha. Um, but of course, it, it's harder to tell when it's bluffing just because the... Um, because you're not seeing a person's face, you're not getting the reaction and the tells like you do normally playing. Doesn't poker. matter. See, that's the thing. We we um, used to play fucking Texas Hold'em on Xbox Live. Remember yeah, that we shit? Did. Yeah. We oh did. my god. So there was um, a uh, so betting habit has a lot to do yes. with telling whether or not the NPC is bluffing as well. A betting habit was one of the only ways um, you could tell on Xbox Live. Yeah. So, um, so that's why it took me so long. Cause to be honest, I've, I kind of learned most of it from the first poker game that the game forces you into, <laughs> but then, yeah, it, for all the different activities, there's one thing that kind of makes you do it. Yeah. Um, and that's only against two people. So I went back to the bar in town and at some point during my missions and there were five people at a table. So I joined, and I started a quest for all of their money. (laughs) I want all of your money. And, of course, it's fairly realistic in that part, too. Like, your your buy-in to the game is like five bucks or something like that, right? So the game is really goes in small denominations as yeah, far as you're betting. Yeah, you're betting in 23-cent increments you're, or something. You're betting in two-cent increments. Right. So yeah. um, so that's why it took me a while. Plus, I was kind of learning. But I did succeed, and I took the entire table's money. Yeah. Yeah. And then you shot him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> though, I did see online that uh, some people have caught, you know, like cheaters, you know, and gotten to like fight them or shoot them. Uh-huh. I haven't run into that yet. I oh, really, you catch, you catch somebody I, with an ace. Up I their really sleeve. wanted to, but I haven't. Run, I didn't run into that during the game. You haven't so. found a scoundrel yet. Yeah, with a you know when you're playing the game and you realize that there's f- yeah. five aces. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, or, I, two, or two aces of spades. Yeah, I haven't found my doc my doc holiday to shoot yet. So yeah. it's a, when when you're like, huh. I've got an ace of spades and an ace of diamonds, and the guy's like, I've got a, a, a fucking royal flush. Spades. Wait, 
How's that work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I haven't seen that yet, but I mean, I got stuck in that hole. Let's see. I think I'm, I think I'm about halfway through the missions in chapter two. Well, I think there's seven or nine chapters. So yeah, yeah you've got some time. You've yeah, got, got plenty of game. Of I've got yeah. all of it. So I'd say mm. just kick back and enjoy it. It's a good game. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I really. And I, I didn't think down. that I'd like Arthur, and I like Arthur a lot. Um, of all the ones they could have had you playing besides John. Um, after playing so far into the story. I'm realizing Arthur's really the only one from the game that if they were going to make another character, a playable character, he he's the one that really makes the most sense. He He's kind of morally gray, and it kind of works in that yeah. game. You get, uh, I mean, you got karma, yeah. essentially. Right. I don't. 100% understand all the effects. I just know that in town with good karma, well, you get better prices and I'll, sell for better. Also, like, the with the gang's makeup, you know, with one guy being African-American and Indi an American-Indian mix, you know, one of them's Hispanic, one of them's Irish. Right. Yeah. You know, any of those characters really wouldn't have worked as a main playable character for you because you you're be at a social them. disadvantage a right. serious social disadvantage. So, um, you know, it's, it, I think, I think he was a good pick. Uh, so far, um, I really like the way they, they crafted the story so far. And the fact that it gives you the freedom to choose whether or not you progress with the story or you just get caught up in, Rainy That's kind of why I shit. told you just the the hint about if it's a Dutch mission, plan on yeah. progressing things forward, and as a rule of thumb, it pretty much does. Yeah, it does. And to be honest, the side missions I ran into so far are probably some of the best crafted side missions I've seen in a game like this in a while, an open world game like this in a while. Like they... All so far have had a very, fairly interesting plot to part of it. Right. Um, especially like the one with Arthur's ex. <laughs> I don't that, hear the spoilers. I'm not going to get in details to spoil it, but yeah. I'm just going to say that one's fairly interesting. I still need to play this game. You do. You do, sir. Problem. Um, I think no matter who you are, I think it could end up in anybody's top five easy. Uh, yeah. So I just need to, uh, so I, what I need to do is I just need to sit down and play it. But I mean, there's things that stack against me actually sitting down in front of my TV at the moment. So right, I'm gonna segue um, real quick. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Um, pretty terrible actually. What'd you do? Nothing. That sucks. Yeah, I didn't, didn't you do say something. Uh, so I, so I did the he Thanksgiving. Had to work. I, I yeah, I had work the you know the previous day. Normally, when I do Thanksgiving and I cook a bird, uh, I start the bird at like, you know, s you know six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. And it's you know it's ready for about noon. That way, people can pass out in the afternoon and then have their own thing at night, right? 
Um, I ended up working until, you know, eight that day, uh, eight in the morning. And I was not about to stay up cooking, you know, for another four hours cooking a bird and then like, you know, having to deal with all the cleanup afterwards. So I came home and I passed out. Um, I did make a turkey breast in the slow cooker while I was sleeping, but it's not the same. Does it even have skin? No. No. It's literally just a turkey breast. It's just breast. a turkey breast wrapped in like uh, a net. Yeah. You're, most of the turkey breast you buy is skinless. Right. So the skin's where the flavor is. And I know. And so I had to, uh, I had to improvise. Uh, so I cooked it in, uh, in uh, ch- uh, chicken bone broth. And I threw in a bunch of uh, a bunch of vegetables in there to get to get a good flavorful stock, and then afterwards I made a really rich, uh, you know, gravy out of all that. So I had this turkey breast and like gravy, and then I'm like, okay, well I have turkey breast and gravy, and I have to do this uh, this keto style. So uh, th- Broccoli and cauliflower. And that was, and I just basically just drenched it in this gravy. And it was like, okay, yeah, I can do with this. The gravy was kind of a cheat because you can't get really thick gravy without using some kind of starch. I've tried it; it's not it. It doesn't come out right. So uh, I, I used a little bit of gravy flour for it, but I mean, overall, it was it was pretty keto. Uh, but that's that's what I had. For Thanksgiving. Well, in reality, for gravy, you don't need a whole lot of flour if you do it right. Right. It, and all, yeah. I made it into a roux, which, yeah. you know, which making it into a roux helps because you're adding fat to it. And uh, in that, uh, that also, if you cook it right, it'll, uh, it'll thicken by itself, which is fine. And then I used some, um, oh, fuck, what is that? Uh, anyway, I've got some other thickeners that, that are keto friendly and, and, and I just threw that in there and it, it turned out okay, but that's pretty much all I was able to, you know, to do. I was working and then I, and because of all the work, I just didn't feel it. I, I mean, this is like the one year where I just didn't feel like Thanksgiving at yeah. all. Um, I was more, wor- well, you know, more concerned about what I was going to pick well, up the day after you, you were, and knowing you had to work that kind of screwed up like what we normally do right you know? normally i cook the bird and everybody and you and i missed your you, i missed your mashed potatoes you you do the bird i do the sides i missed your mashed potatoes you know it's all so the mashed potatoes is more butter than mashed potatoes. but like the last um uh there's there's been a couple years since since rusty moved out i've actually cooked bird or ham or whatever right so you use the apple. I, I was happy not to cook a bird this year oh we actually went up to the wife's cousins and had Thanksgiving with them because she's she's recently she's recently divorced and she's like I don't want to have Thanksgiving just me and my two so well, come was, up I was perfectly fine by myself so all I had so all I had to make was mashed potatoes oh, huh. my mashed potatoes I miss you mashed potatoes <laughs> for. For anybody who hasn't heard one of these shows before, I will tell you what my mashed potatoes are. It's five pounds of potatoes and two pounds of butter. 
My 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 mashed potatoes are a stick of butter per pound of mashed potatoes, oh, no matter okay. how much mashed potatoes so I make. Five pounds of potatoes and five pounds of butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, sir. One stick is a quarter pound of. It doesn't matter. Yeah, butter. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, I I love butter. Um, what are you doing? And then, of course, I just I have a way of uh, I have a way of see. Seasoning the mashed potatoes with a combination of um, uh, usually Lowry seasoning salt, black pepper, onion powder, garlic powder. Special sauce. Um, and I don't know. I just <laughs> I seem to get the I seem to get the mix right. So so Rusty loves them. My wife loves them. My wife can only handle it. A couple times a year because she looks at the amount of butter in them and goes, oh, my God, we can't do this all the time. <laughs> Please, more butter. But that amount of butter ensures I don't have to use broth. I don't have to use milk. It's all butter. Um, Which actually makes for really great reheating potatoes. <laughs> because when you reheat them, all that fat comes back Oh yeah, back out of it, and, and it does, they and they don't dry out, right? So if you have leftovers, they're good. Um. So, and then I had to, I got the opportunity to actually swap working closing on Christmas with closing on Black Friday. So, hence part of the reason why we didn't record last week. Yeah, that was only one of the two reasons. Um. So. So if you're that's how a dog, the dog has went. moved halfway into my seat. Halfway. She decided she couldn't resist. You're gonna any say longer. something. Say something. Huh. Huh. Performance anxiety. She must have a performance anxiety. <laughs> no, it's because you stopped rubbing her. Now move your hand to her ass and she'll make like a Wookiee right into the mic. Not yet. If Almost. It, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> ah, she got so close a couple times and then it just stopped. Yeah, it was the, the dog gasm. Right. <laughs> She's so happy, though. She is. She um, is. She's happy. Very happy. So, I yeah. mean, Thanksgiving was fun. And then, of course, I got to... I got to order Red Dead and stuff from Best Buy on, yeah. on Black Friday. Yeah, Black um, Friday. You know, Cyber I, Monday, Black Friday. That was my holiday. Yeah. Because we had to, um, we were having to get a couple other things anyway that we actually needed. Uh huh. And it was like, well, shit, this almost qualifies for financing. We need like forty more dollars. No, oh, yeah, that's how they get you. That's, that's how, how they get you. So I was like, "Hey, dear, let's do this. I I can make this qualify real quick." Yep, Red Dead Redemption. She's it's like, "Done. How? Do it." Now go add Red Dead to the cart, and I say, "See?" She's Fixed. like, "Damn it!" She's you like, "Got me." I <laughs> I didn't want to, but fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Do it. So, do it. But the other thing we got that uh, do we, it. One of the things we got that we needed was uh, 
So the Titan has a way of making uh, USB dongles for like m- mice and keyboard disappear. disappear. Oh yeah. Um. So she wanted to get a. Uh, she wanted to get one of the Logitech mouses with mouses. a. Uh, with one of the unifying receivers. Oh yeah. You know that you can tie other devices to because right. her keyboard is one of those. Right. So she ordered a mouse. I needed a mouse for this that that is Bluetooth capable because right. I've only got one USB port on the surface, and Weakness. I got tired of taking that up for the mouse. So I got one of their ones that is both USB and Bluetooth. Here you go. It's actually the size of a normal mouse. And has multiple buttons on it. So, let's see here. See, that is about right. It is almost. That's not it, bad for a uh, for a laptop mouse. For for a Bluetooth mouse, yeah. Most of them are much smaller than that, right? right? So, so I, I look for, you know, in a mouse, that, and I actually did. That's almost the size of, of the Logitech you had with what was it eight buttons or whatever so i have i i have a thing for logitech mice mm-hmm. so the reason why is for some reason their uh their palm raise right there is perfect for my hand yep and they and no other mouses actually fit that quite right the ergonomics is yeah, not quite the, there the only one that comes close to me for that same ridge is that stupidly expensive microsoft curve fucker the one that's on, on the side that no the 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 one that's made for this that actually curves up lays uh, flat or cur- yeah you know the curve on that's about the same right but it that fucker's stupid expensive it's it 80 fucking dollars right so I uh I got that for twenty. See, and that's that's not a bad deal. So I had actually, you know, I tried out a couple of things. The only thing I'm not sure of is that white bottom. Oh like, well, whatever. It's a bottom, you're never gonna see it. Um It'll look dirty. Oh it'll be in your bag, fine. It, it, uh, it's a dirty kiss. So I did end up p- picking up a couple uh a couple mice over the past maybe a couple months, right? So I said, I need to, you know, my Logitech is an optical. It's not the, you know, it's not the most accurate, but I I like it. But I wanted to get something that had an extra set of buttons or uh, or something like that. And uh, I picked up a Corsair uh, uh, MMO mouse when I was playing Final Fantasy XIV. Hated it. If you want to know what it is, it's a M720 triathlon. Okay. Okay. See, and that would be fine for, you know, when I was, when I'm using just the laptop at like work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I said, I, w- I wanted to pick up a gaming mouse, something that I could use that had, you know, that was something for f- first person shooters. Right. So I picked up the Corsair that has the, uh, uh, the sniper button on the, th- you know, on the thumb. Right. I can't fucking use that mouse. Is it one of those that slows everything down for a second? Well, the sniper button actually turns the uh, the DPI up to its fucking maximum, so it's you know it will slow down 
uh, your movement. So you have to move it halfway across the fucking table just to be able to move the screen. But it's fine for, you know, fine adjustments. Yeah, I've, the, I've got a Razer. I want to say it's called a Death Adder or something like that. And it moves it up to 3,000 DPI or... 5,000 DPI when you click a certain button. Right. And then you let off the button, it drops it right down. Something incredibly to. stupid. Right. And that's basically what this adjustment does. is all it is. Yeah. And you get in the general area, aiming down the sniper Ooh. scope. That menthol's settling. I tell you. Um, you get it in the general area, use that sniper button, you can get fine adjustments, and you can put, you know, put one right between their fucking eyes. But uh, what I it's, – it's a good mouse, and that feature is really nice – but the ergonomics on that fucking mouse is terrible. It is. It does not sit in the you know in the ball of your palm. Yeah. So if if you uh, if you're playing, you basically have no any anything right there at your palm. Ooh, that sucks. So you have to basically hover your palm over this you know over the mouse just to be able to use it. Well, mm. I use that Logitech, and I could put my whole hand on that damn thing. And it that ridge, you know, that ridge right there in the middle, that bump, yep. sits right there at the perfect spot in my right. palm. It sits like right in that area. It sits know. right here right. in, yeah. in right this in the area. middle of where, like a right literally in the, in the middle. Hand. Yeah, right mm-hmm. in the middle of your palm in your hand. And I've been using that Logitech for yep. years. And I use also, the same model. The Logitechs usually sit up enough that if you do put in that spot. Even if your fingers hang off a little bit, like with your fingers mm-hmm. straightened out, they don't drag your desk. Right. It's it's an up enough to be able to be comfortable. And yeah, I'm I'm struggling to find a good alternative to that mouse because I mean mouse feel, especially if you're playing games for any extended period of time, that's mouse intensive. You just need to you know like for a third person or a first person shooter, you are uh, you're always on the mouse. You want that mouse to be comfortable. So I've spent like 150 bucks on fucking mice that I can't yep. use because they're not comfortable to use. Yep. It sucks. But so, Though, I got to say, I am a little annoyed with Logitech for one reason. What? Most of their packaging now, they're starting to transition to just Logi. They're oh, following, yeah. They're following that. They're following the goddamn crowd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and trying to do the... Uh, Oh, boy. Short, like, three or four-letter name. Just fucking stupid. Justin just showed me the weather report, and it looks looks pretty bad. (laughs) We're under a tornado watch, you know, just so you know. At this this particular moment, here at uh, November 30th, Oklahoma has a tornado watch, in effect. I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. I'm just saying that. If for the purpose of you getting a full episode, I'm suggesting about when it gets close, we hit a save point. Oh, it's running We're on gonna, batteries, so I know, it'll be but fine. We we'll, we may right, it, but that but, the, but this isn't running on batteries. No, it is so not. The mixer's not running on batteries, so if we cut out, then yeah, that's gonna suck. Uh, so, well, we'll know right away. Oh well, of course we will. Uh, so we gonna, won't be I'm able to hear each other anymore. I'm gonna kind of move along in the in the. In, in, the, in the what? Making sure that we get something on tape. Um, I want to talk about some things that happened on Thanksgiving that were I thought were a little bit funny. Okay. So this isn't funny, but my grandmother passed last year, right? Mm. And my grandfather normally cooks a bunch of like tamales. My grandmother will make a turkey. 
Um, and then I come in the afternoon after they've already had it because I have first Thanksgiving with my father's family. <laughs> Sounds like a hobbit. And then first I go and then I go to second Thanksgiving and get tamales for dinner. So Sorry. that's like my grandmother was never great at turkey, but she could cook a lot very well uh, anything Southwest. Right. So <laughs> I get turkey from and then it, I try to get turkey from my dad. My dad usually smokes turkey. None of that happened this year. I really wanted persola. I really wanted tamales, and none of that happened this year. But my mom, trying to do everything on her own, she makes a fucking 26-pound turkey, which is great. Yeah. She makes some really good homemade stuffing. She makes uh, some couple of decent sides, right? She does all right on her mashed potatoes. She puts me in charge of uh, green bean casserole because I always am um, because I always do mine very much uh, not friendly towards – what are you watching, Jason? Huh? Oh, it's just the weather. Just Why are case. you watching the weather? Just in case. Maybe just turn it down. How about you turn it off? <laughs> if it's a tornado, then, uh, well, we'll we all huddle. We won't hear it. We're good. We'll all huddle right here. We're good. All right. So, real real deal, guys. We should be paying somewhat of attention. Um, anyways, long story short, she made a fairly decent meal, but it was all super traditional. And she had bought enough to have a feast for about 10 people. Um, we get through serving one, which is good, right? And my aunt brought all these pies. And my uncles are in a rush. So my uncles are a little bit older than me. They're in their 50s. Um, uncle one is celebrating being a grandfather. Uncle two is celebrating still being a bachelor, and he loves it. Right. Because um, that's the way to go. And he, uh, they both go and get a second helping of turkey, eat it, go through some mashed potatoes, and say, oh, we got to go. This is 45 minutes after they got there. Oh, wow. Then they have these, they pull these gallon Ziploc bags out of their pockets. This was what? planned. Stuff them with turkey and walk out. And there's like three pieces of white meat and half a plate of dark meat and a, and a turkey leg. That's all that's left for the rest of the other eight people. Oh, my God. So we had just gotten finished with first serving. And we look at this little plate and we're like, what do we do? Fucking turkey thieves. Um, right, so I was super mad because this is my this is my favorite fat person holiday. Right, damn it. Um, why did you fuck it up? So, anyways, um, I was very upset. So the only thing that was left over was my green bean casserole, which wasn't made exactly to the spec that I wanted because I forgot a couple of ingredients and I substituted things I didn't want to substitute. Um, and then I didn't have hardly any turkey. I had a spoonful. Of turkey. That's like a large serving spoon full of turkey. Right. It was like what would fit in most of your hand. And that's what I took home with me. It was that and like a shitload of potatoes and some green bean casserole that I made. And I was very, uh, and I took home a couple of pieces of pie. And I was really upset. I was like, well, I didn't have, this wasn't what I wanted. This that's not, what, what happened. That's not. And then I called up my aunt, and she said that everybody ate everything at their house, too. I was like, what, there, there's no more Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was so mad. Um, so I, uh, I put upon myself to make a keto Thanksgiving that weekend. So last weekend on Monday was well, my weekend still. Um, I went ahead and smoked a motherfucking turkey. I didn't get a big one. I figured they'd be on sale. They still weren't on fucking sale. They were on sale over the weekend. So the... I just didn't get it in time. I okay. got. I went to went to Aldi. Think because they had one. They had them for like eighty nine cents a pound. Right. Which would have been perfect. 
And then they didn't have it, so I had to end up going to Walmart for like two dollars a pound, which was oh, stupid. Wow! No. So I got a seven-pound turkey for like fourteen bucks. Wow! See, when I went, I can't remember exactly when I went. I think it was. Yeah, this was by um, Sunday night. I think it was a Monday or Tuesday. I went into uh, to Walmart and I saw them. I saw all their their fresh turkeys, the ones that are thawed. Uh, it, this was at a neighborhood Walmart, but uh, the fresh ones. They couldn't refreeze them, so they had them at like fifty percent off. They were. I may get another one if they still got any out. Uh, they they were like maybe a little bit less than a buck a pound. Uh, oh, that's for, a great deal, and you don't have to fucking thaw it for for thawed turkey, uh, you know, full turkeys. Uh, I don't know if they've got them out still, but I mean, that's I saw that and I said, man, that's uh, I I was thinking about picking one up because. Fuck it. It doesn't have to be Thanksgiving to bake a turkey. No, you know? I love smoking turkey. So I went ahead and smoked a motherfucking turkey. Now, granted, I smoked it a little longer than I should have. Um, it I looks was, great. Um, I saw pictures of it. It's good. I then decided to make green bean casserole, but I tried to go keto style with it. So I'll explain my version. It ended up being delicious. Um, it's uh, three cans of French cut and one can of regular cut green beans. Okay. For texture's sake. Right. And what I did is I took some mushrooms and some onions, and I caramelized the onions, threw some mushrooms in with just pure butter, and then I took that, added garlic. Then I went through and added a little bit of cream to get a little bit of a like a roux or a gravy or basically cream of mushroom soup. Right. Um, so full fat, heavy cream. Oh, and yeah. then I went ahead and decided to cook a whole bunch of bacon. Um, in the oven while I was doing this. So I cooked a pound of bacon and I chopped it up. It's not pureed. It's just big chunks of bacon. And then I put a whole, like, what is it, four-ounce thing of cream cheese in there for the rest of it. And then just added a shitload of pepper, garlic, and salt. Um, And then I mixed all that shit together and I didn't bake it in the oven. I just threw it in the smoker with a turkey. (laughs) So it smoked green beans. It sat in the smoker for about three hours. So it's got a nice, I was using hickory and apple, so it's got like a sweet twinge to it, but it's mostly hickory. And it's it's pretty damn good. It's really rich. It sounds so good. (laughs) If I do it again, I'll probably use about half the cream cheese, but it's really rich. Yeah, so yeah. it's but it's real chunks of mushrooms. Like it's, I, I didn't get any of the crunchies because I like I like you know fried 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 onions fried, fried onions quite yeah. a bit, but I couldn't do any of that. Right, and it's okay. Well, at least the, you got sautéed on them, right? Oh yeah, they're totally caramelized. Right, like not black, but just very much butter and very brown. Yeah, right. Yeah. It just yeah. added onion flavor to it. It that's sounds all good. so good. It sounds so good. That's why I have so much. That's why I was offering you a little bit because oh, I overdid it for myself. I'm, I might. I'm, I might. I have a turkey leg left, a small serving of turkey, and a shitload of that green bean casserole because it was like four pounds of green bean casserole I made to make up for it. Right. And I've had that meal like four or five times now. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might. Uh, might bum some of that green bean casserole off there. If it you know, and if I like it, I might integrate it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Every time I smoke something now, I've got a version of green bean casserole, and there's nothing going to keep me from just throwing that whole cast iron pot in the fucking smoker again. Right, right, right. Because yeah, like, that's too easy. Right. That's awesome. 
Well, and I was watching videos for Smoke Sides, and I was like, well, I mean, it. I was trying to figure out how long to throw it in there. Right. And I kept looking at it, and it got a little bit of a crust on top, so then I just stirred it a little bit and let it smoke some more. Like, yep. I was just like, whatever. It's yeah. cream cheese. Like, it can sit at 180 degrees or well, 220 or whatever. Well, that's just the thing with what you made it with, with the heavy cream and the cream cheese. That's going to be a whole lot less prone to burning in an environment like that. Oh, yeah. Than regular, like, cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. You know? Right. I think I could probably even do it without the heavy cream and just do, like, three quarters of a stick of cream cheese in there. Yeah. And that would be perfect. Wanna, you want to still have you're, the cream You're cheese still going to need some heavy cream in there just as a thinning agent for the cream cheese. Because even after the cream cheese melts, it's going to be a little too thick. It's Well, cream cheese, when it melts, it, it tends to get, you know, like... Um, and it tends to get really... Goopy. Goopy. Yeah. yeah. So uh so when you uh when you do the heavy cream with the cream cheese, that's what that's what makes the uh uh the uh, buffalo chicken soup, you know, thicken up and stay you know, stay suspended. So I, I made buffalo chicken soup after Thanksgiving, uh, which is it uses a lot of the same ingredients. It uses uh cream cheese and uh, heavy cream is the um, the thickening agent for the soup, uh, and you know when you when you put those things together, it just binds so well uh, because they're very similar. They're just one's just a thicker version of the other, really. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I think that you would you'd still want a little bit of heavy cream, but you could probably dial it back on both uh, on both fronts. Either way, the flavor is delicious. Oh, it's yeah. just smoky cream cheese and mushrooms and deliciousness. And if you don't like any of those things, I get it, but I really do. Well, if you're yeah, if you're following keto, that you know that is a uh, that's it's very good, very good. Is he getting? He still like got the the weather report directly to his ear. So I, well, there's a I there's do. a hook that's a where. There's a hook that's approaching Broken Arrow, which is what I was worried about. Oh, wait. Let me see the... Where? Let me see the thingamabob. Do you see what is over by Sand Springs? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean... It's it's cause it's for fucking, concern. It's it's a fucking tornado in Oklahoma. Right. We're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's... It's not all that close to this area. It's just... It's starting to get into the metro proper, so yeah, they're watching it. You you start paying attention. You to will it. know if you will know for sure when a fucking tornado warning goes out because I'm sure all of our phones are set up for emergency broadcasts. So yes, they are. Uh, so if both if all of our phones go off with freaking air raid sirens, then you're uh, then you know that there's you know, then we're gonna stop the recording, duck and cover, and we'll come back afterwards. <laughs> duck. In cover, but yeah, no, I'll share that uh, the uh, the keto uh, buffalo chicken soup recipe here after. Actually, afterwards. right now there's there's a tornado down out towards Jason's neck of the woods. I think it's way east of him, but it's down there on I forty. Oh, okay. Oh, well, boy. the weather is more intense south of us. Yeah, much more intense south of us. I mean, I won't give away exactly where I live, but Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, is a a suburb of Tulsa, and there's right. about a hundred and something thousand people here. So, right, good yeah. luck finding me. But right. I don't fucking care. That's that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, and it's in the Tulsa area. Like, there's just 
always this is just a, a this doesn't usually happen in november though no it doesn't happen in <laughs> that's november. why this is so fucking weird that's 11 you know you know, on you know 11 30 last uh, time shit like this happened happened this late in the year it was bad we got a blizzard at the beginning of january just saying <laughs> well i mean the weekend of of thanksgiving it got what saturday it, it was, was like 20 degrees cold man yeah. it was Dumb cold. It yeah, was... and me and Casey were goofing off in Fallout and playing games and shit. Like I, me and him, gamed a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, I will, and I'm going to show you guys this on break. You know, when we dive into break, but I played some VR games. Ooh. Ooh. Um. So what I did is I went through the company store uh, with my company and bought some games that traded for high value, which is gave me extra for both Fallout and for some VR games. So on Black Friday, I went and picked up um, Astrobot Rescue Mission for like twenty bucks. Okay. And I picked up the Tetris Effect at like ten dollars off for thirty bucks. Oh fuck yeah! And I picked up Hitman. I traded yeah. down a hundred and twenty dollars worth of game. Oh well. Um. So which, and you know, trading store so, money is not so, bad. Like they were all trading for about thirty bucks. So you so you got brand new games that you wouldn't play. They're all them. Switch games trade for a hell of a lot. So you you just traded the Switch games in for what what Switch games did you get? Um, I'm trying to think. You're gonna be mad at me. I'm, I'm probably gonna be mad at well, you. New Wolfenstein, um, uh, Skyrim, eh. or and uh, what else did I get? Um, fuck, I don't remember the other ones. I got Forza for Xbox One, knowing it was gonna trade for right about thirty bucks. Right. Um, Assassin's Creed again, and knowing oh. it was gonna trade for almost forty that day. Right. Um, like I just. Kept uh, one other Switch game. I so, which one so of the you got a bunch of free games. So I went that and I wasn't going to use. I well, yeah. I, I they were doing this thing with my company store. They're giving games for like less money, basically. Oh, yeah. So I used my company store money, and I just like cleaned house on anything that I saw would trade for high value. Right. I figured out what I needed, and then I used all that money for games. Right. That I wanted because none of those games were on that store yet. That's the way to go. And usually Tra- those are considerably more expensive like almost three or four times when they're brand new right so, so i found stuff that was pretty new that traded for a very high value you 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 gamed the market i see how i literally is. did so which whatever um <laughs> but i did that i mean that's how i funded fallout 76 that's how i funded um these vr games and it's how i funded hitman 2 right so i spent i still spend it about 30 bucks um overall 30 40 i can't remember but i felt okay getting four games for uh, 40 bucks yeah uh, well inside my budget um so anyways extra astro uh, astrobot rescue mission is actually very good think mario 64 but in a playstation style huh um and it does a really good job of making you like the way that the camera works jason you're gonna have to turn that down sorry bud <laughs> that Sorry, they were saying exactly where Tornado on the ground was. Why don't we just take a quick break and we'll be back? <laughs> Is that okay, Rusty? I I, I think that that's Sorry. fine. We can get this whole Tornado shit out of the way. So Let's we just can figure out where games. the damn, damn thing is, and we'll jump back into some VR. And All right. Talk, well, whatever. we're actually safe. I'm muting it for now because it's way well, south of us. Wanna- well, no, let's just uh, let's just get it out of the way. Here. All right, let's. <laughs> we're taking a break. We'll be back. We will. We All will right. be back.
And we're back. And we're back. Hey. And the thunder rolls. Oh, God. Let's not bring that in. Uh, <laughs> Can't help it, though. That may, yeah, I don't know if it's picking up on the mic. It, it might not. The sound gate might be you know low enough where it's not picking it up. But if you do hear some thunder, we're still in a in a sound dampened room and the thunder is still quite audible in here so it's uh, it's uh, pretty intense yeah um we're uh, jason's going to be kind of monitoring that as we go yeah well, i mean i we're pretty much out of danger point at or danger zone at this point out of the danger zone <laughs> out of the danger zone <laughs> how many how many song titles can we put into the uh, into the danger next few danger zone <laughs> yeah so yeah, thunderstorms, things happen around here. We're we're most of the time not even worried about it. Uh, they just yeah, well, uh, although I'm sure at some point we'll get some commentary from Ian like how was how was the tornado? Oh, super well. fan Ian Cost. <laughs> <laughs> the tornado was fine. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we we survived Ian. We, we, we took a, a short beers and we, we took a short outside. break. I let them uh, play some VR. Yeah, uh, during a thunderstorm. Hey. <laughs> What what's better than like strapping some electronics to your face during a lightning storm? Hey, what could go wrong? <laughs> but um, I wanted to get. Plenty. We had started to talk about the Tetris effect, and then things were starting to ramp up, and we wanted to kind of check stuff. So we've been offline for about twenty minutes, right? Making sure that we weren't going to have to take cover. Um, we weren't, or very... that Jason's family wasn't going to have to take cover, or my girlfriend was out of the the shit place, and and, and we weren't really overly worried about us that's why we were strapping freaking headsets to our face so yeah but that being said i let rusty and jason try the tetris effects i felt like it was gonna be really hard for me to explain it's it would be difficult to explain yeah so rusty i you were actually having a blast with this yes um i, I fucking was digging it you saw my fucking like head bouncing i was fucking I, digging it i was I was digging it, but I was getting way too distracted by the Jason shiny, pretty lights. Jason can't play Tetris. He just um, can't. That I couldn't play Tetris. Fucking Tetris <laughs> is the ultimate OCD game. It is putting things in order. It is perfect for us. Uh, people with OCD tendencies just fucking, you know, just love Tetris. But it's Tetris with some 3D... VR visuals kind of in the back and foreground, but not in the immediate field of view where you're Tetrising. Right. You're not going to, it doesn't block you being able to play Tetris. You will see, uh, you, you'll, so the Tetris effect is essentially the bare bones Tetris game, right? With some, uh, with some added features to it. We'll get into the added features in a bit, but the visuals and the sound is what, you know, what the Tetris effect is. And, it reacts to you getting lines in, you know, in this mode. So uh, when you get a line, some particle effects will affect the the entire view screen. It's not enough to completely distract you unless you're like, ooh, shiny. But uh, it, it's enough to make you feel like you've, you've done something. Uh, and the background will change after every few lines, like um, every, what, eight or ten lines or something like that. It changes a bit. Uh, so, yeah, and it continues to switch right. as you go, and and it will bring out more of the background detail the farther you get into the level, uh, which looks. I mean, everything looks fantastic. And if you're focusing on the Tetris game, a lot of the background is just kind of added movement. Uh, I did take a few moments to look at what was actually moving, 
but uh, but I was I was focused more on the game. Uh, the particle I took more effects, than a few moments. Yeah, you did because you fucking failed. Um, <laughs> I had to actually stop. I had to stop because I would have uh, I would have continued going. I am comfortable at fucking like speed fifty on that fucking game. It's you know, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with Tetris. So. Uh, I had to stop after two levels because we ended up having, you know, come back in here to record. Um, but I felt like if you get a chance to play, if you like, you have to like Tetris first. Right. But if you're comfortable with Tetris and you like VR, I think it's a really, really easy suggestion. Yeah. It's... I also think it's a great marriage. So it's one of those things where the the VR experience doesn't, it doesn't do anything to make you feel motion sick. You can com- stay completely still and play this game, but the VR effect from uh, from playing it uh, on the PSVR uh, adds to the experience. It adds a 3D element. So there's a background, the Tetris game, and a foreground. It's basically, you know, what I see is three layers, uh, and the effects go through all three of those layers. Uh, it's... It's a really great experience. Uh, the the music, while well, wasn't turned up really loud, but if I had uh, earbuds in or something like that, uh, I could definitely chill to that game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What was what was your impression, Jason? It. My impression was everything Rusty said, though I was much more easily distracted. Yes. By what was going on the in the background um so for for me it would take a uh a little bit longer playing to get past that point of ooh shiny right <laughs> but I, and, and really settle into actually really playing tetris i think it's good though but, for vr because of, like rusty said it doesn't make you motion sick because you're not moving right? yeah you're, you're not observing moving other things all. moving past you or around you yeah. or in front of you um the the one thing I'd say is it was really hard to concentrate up at the top of the screen. What for the next you know, for the and, next piece? Right, focusing on what my next piece is and planning my move out because I was so distracted by. I I didn't this. have any of that problem. See, but then again, I mean, so uh, Tetris. I've played Tetris like the OG Tetris that came out on the Nintendo. Uh, the uh, Game Boy version of Tetris, which, I mean, it's, yeah, there was a lot of ghosting on that screen, but still, it was still playable. I would get routinely over 100 lines every time I played. Uh, and I even played some of the weird Tetris games back in the day. Like, the Nintendo 64 had, like, a 3D uh, globe Tetris. Yep. And I played the fuck out of that game. Uh, not many people really liked it, and it wasn't necessarily Tetris in the same Tetris sense, right? So it was kind of like Tetris Attack, where you just kind of matched pieces. But, yeah. um, but I played that, you know, and enjoyed it. Uh, I, uh, a lot of the like Tetris spinoffs, like Doctor Mario, I played the fuck out of that, and uh, and there's quite a few of them are, that are just clones or tried to add something to Tetris that wasn't necessarily wanted. This only adds, you know, the one feature that, you know, 
that stood out was the zone feature, which you could hit both triggers, and it basically stops the uh, the screen from removing the lines that you've created so that you can kind of combo a bunch of lines and get, like, octatetrises and shit like that. Which is, I think, the highest you did is an octatetris. Right. I got eight lines in, you know, in one zone meter, which, you know, it it allows you to kind of ramp up a high score and you can you can really just kind of get into the zone and just there's there's also a feature where you can save the block that's up there mm-hmm. and get the next block but then you got to spend the blocks at some point right yeah you, I, that's that was a feature that was uh, put into uh fuck there was um uh there was a a version of tetris that was meant for you know, uh, championships that uh, that did that feature. That was one of the added features was you could save a block. Uh, that wasn't turned on on there, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, I just didn't know how to use it, I guess. Um, but having the save block feature also allows you to, you know, to rack up Tetris's, you know, really nicely because you can... Uh, you can save up the uh, uh, the four long, the, uh, the I block, and you know, be able to get your Tetris on. Uh, <laughs> all in all, fuck yes. Pick that game up if you like Tetris. Hell yes. I, mean, I played it for, what, 10 minutes? I'm sure, hooked. Yeah, I, I would say just based on, the, based on the visual quality and just how soothing and fun that would be just because of the music and everything. If, I imagine, if you were just a casual Tetris player it's still who... Still be Does, fun. You know, has like, you know, played Tetris on some sort of handheld just every once in a while when you're bored. Totally, like, pick that up. It'd just be a great, like, eh, I don't know what to play kind of game, too. Yeah, no, this is, it, yeah. it would be one of those games that you'd play, uh, like, after work, just to chill. Mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of want to like de-stress. That would be a a great de-stressor game for me. Put on, yeah. you know, put on some quality earbuds, uh, put the VR on, and just go to town for like twenty, thirty minutes. You know, you know, in a in one go, and just be fucking blown away by the visuals. It's really great. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. Now I'm gonna fucking look into a PSVR. Fucker, I wonder if it's coming out for PC. <laughs> Why do these games have to come out for console? I want it for PC. PC Game Masteries. Ah. <laughs> so ridiculous. I don't want to lower myself to the console plebs. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, t- we were talking about some things. Um, we were talking about stuff and things, right? So, like fucking Cyber Monday, you know, you know, to go along with the PC Gamer Master Race thing, right? Um, Cyber Monday happened, <clears throat> and uh, I, I tend to uh, spend conservatively on uh, Cyber Monday, pick up some decent small deals you know, here and there. But this year is uh, is a change. I, uh, I I did a thing. I bought. Yeah. I did you, a thing. I you a did thing. a fairly stupid, but uh, oh. But commendable thing, stupid. Like, but really commendable. I, I'm kind of proud of you, and at the same time, I'm like, why the fuck? <laughs> okay, so, uh, so this is what I picked up. I picked up 
a 34-inch ultra-wide G-Sync monitor. Uh, fucking UHD. I don't think it's 4K. It's it's close, but you know I don't necessarily need 4K. But um, but this thing is fucking massive. It takes up almost all of my desk, and yeah. uh, it's you know it's uh, native uh, 100 hertz and it overclocks to 120. I've got it overclocked. I've got it set up for G-Sync. I've got it you know running off of my 1080 Ti. Uh, and everything that I've thrown at it so far is just fucking gorgeous. There's, there is an effect that you miss when you're not playing on an ultra wide. There is a, almost a half of a normal computer screen worth of field of view that you end up gaining from a, uh, uh, from an ultra wide. You know, provided that the games support it. You know, Overwatch is one of the very notable games that does not support ultra wide. It cuts off the top and bottom of the screen if you play well ultra wide, yeah. because Blizzard is worried about competitive edge or whatever fuck. But you know, I know that I, I picked it up and I'm playing Warframe on it, and I've got a massive field of view. Like I turned the field of view slider up on my normal uh, monitor just so that I could get more surroundings on the screen. I had to turn that down <laughs> because uh with the ultra wide it started to fish eye a bit and uh you know and I didn't need it anymore. So I just turned it down and now it looks beautiful. I mean I'm fully aware of you know of uh, a damn good you know portion of the surroundings. And uh it's just it's just gorgeous. Now I've got my old monitor right next to it. I've got that set up as a secondary monitor so I can throw up a you know, a YouTube video or something like that. And that is just a uh, 1080p, you know, monitor, just a HD monitor, right? And the resolution difference between the two is super fucking noticeable. Like, I throw up a, a web page on my ultra-wide. Uh, so the ultra-wide is, like, 34 inches wide, and normal web pages only take up, like, the very center of the screen. I could ha- I could easily have three normal sized web pages set up on the same screen. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. I love it so much. <laughs> I've been I've been just sitting there just eye candying that out. Now it was uh two hundred and fifty dollars off its normal price. It is a Dell Alienware. Which uh, How much was that damn thing? Uh I paid I paid on the cheap, on the cheap, right? I I got I got it for uh, uh, eight hundred and fifty bucks. Only one hundred and fifty dollars more than my four K TV. I yeah. So, uh, fair. It's how many hertz? It is. Uh, it is a hundred. It's a stupid amount of hertz. It's a hundred and twenty with a overclock, or it's overclocked at one hundred and twenty. Its native is a hundred, which. On the grand scheme of things, you're looking at uh, you you look at your refresh rate. Anything from 100 to 144 is about the sweet spot. Uh, if you go anything over 144, then you're sure you're going to be able to push more frames to the screen, but you're not going to see them. Like you're, there's a diminishing you're, returns. You're going past. You're going past anything that your eye can actually pick up. Right. So the diminishing I guess I haven't ever is... played anything at that high. Like, yeah. I've been playing 
I've got a mode on the TV that'll take it to 120, but it does a weird black frame thing. Right. And then at 1080, it'll do 120. But at four at 4K at 120, it does that black frame thing, so the screen gets darker. Right. So so for me, I just run everything at 60. And 60's fine, uh, but having the 60 hertz monitor to the left and the 120 hertz monitor, you know, widescreen right in front of me, um, I I can tell you that there is a very noticeable difference uh, in the refresh rates, and that, and because I can do that side by side, I wondered how I played games on that old monitor. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was smooth, but comparing the two side by side, I could definitely tell a difference. Uh, and have, you know, going up to that, I don't think I could ever go back down. That's that's the thing. Now I've got this really sweet looking Alienware monitor on my, you know, on my desk and I have nothing else. I've got that and I have got my other monitor and it's and my PC and I've got no room for anything else. <laughs> it's uh, it takes up a fuckload of space. Now, if I had it mounted to the wall, which is one of the things that I'm thinking about doing. Right. Because uh, it does have Visa mounts, and I have my other monitor also has Visa mounts as well. Thinking about getting them mounted so that I can get my desk space back. But the monitor construction, like the foot, you know, the the base construction on it, I could be banging against my fucking you know desk, and the monitor does not move at all. Like it's not tipsy at all, and so it's a good heavy base. It's a good heavy base, very very sturdy. Um, uh, I had it had it pulled up here uh, on my phone, but the weather got in the way. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Uh, I'll pull it up here in a second, and I'll tell you what the model is. But uh, that is that was my 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 splurge. The one thing that I wanted to get for my PC that I felt like I've got all the parts to to drive. 4k or a higher resolution but i wasn't and i felt like it was just kind of wasted power yeah you know you have all the components to run a a good display but you're using a shit monitor from fucking 18 years ago so right uh i said you know what fuck it i'm gonna go ahead and do it and that's how i do a lot of my my purchases is i just say all right fuck it uh it is how and, yeah. and when the pocketbook opens, shit happens. So yeah. So I said, "All right, fuck it. I'm gonna pick up a 4K monitor." So when you know when the Cyber Monday deals started, I picked up a 27 inch 4K, uh, you know, monitor, and then somebody you know pointed me towards an ultra wide. Hey, you should get an ultra wide. So they pointed me towards this ultra wide that had a 1080p you know, version, you know, but it was an ultra wide. Uh, so not really that much higher resolution, just of wider field of view. And, and, and it was on, you know, on sale for like uh, 300 bucks or something like that, which is a pretty damn good deal for the ultra wide. Right. Uh, so I said, fuck it. I'm going to pick that up. I said, fuck it. All right. So I've got one monitor already on the way and I couldn't cancel it. And I picked up an ultra wide you know, 1080p ultra wide. And, uh, and then this alien came, uh, came across my fucking screen. And I said, man, 
it's like twice the price. But if I turn, uh, if I send both of these monitors back, it would be about the same price between the two, and I could just have the one. Fuck it. And I and I went ahead and I ordered that the Alienware one and canceled the other ultra wide. And that one finally, uh, that one thankfully canceled before they shipped it, so I didn't have to send it back. Cool. But I've got the 27 inch in my fucking living room, still in the Amazon box that I'm going to have to send back so I can get some, you know, get some of my money back. But I went through three fucking monitor choices in the course of 24 hours. Right. And, and settled on this, uh, this Alienware. Wow. But it's, it's a massive difference. It's so nice. Well, I mean, that's the kind of monitor your rig was built for. So, right. I mean, so, you know, and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be picking up, I mean, of course I play a lot of Warframe, but I'm also going to be, you know, loading up some of the other games that, that would take advantage of that resolution. Uh, somebody had suggested that I play Doom on it. Uh, so I'm probably going to load up Doom again and see if, uh, you know, see how it runs on Doom. You know, just having the extra field of view would be nice. Uh, right. I heard, you know, I don't play Fortnite, but people who play Fortnite basically swear by ultra wides because it gives them a com- competitive advantage. I, I would say I've heard PUBG players say the same thing, right? You know, because you can look around corners, yeah, a lot easier with the well, ultra wide. Like with as big as the maps are in both Fortnite and PUBG, mm-hmm. just the additional field of vision to be able to see vehicles coming on the edges. Right, that sort of thing. Things that you would um, you would normally not be able to see at all. Right. Uh, it is a curved monitor, which is this is the first curved monitor I've ever ever actually picked up. Um, and I feel like the the center of the curve is perfect for my desk space and how far I am away from it. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't feel like a curved monitor when I'm sitting in front of it. I only notice that it's a curved monitor when I stand up and walk around it. Uh, so it it feels very natural. It also kind of feels fills the field of view so that I can actually use peripheral vision to you know catch movement, which is what those uh, those people were talking about. It's actually no, I picked it up for oh wow no I yeah I got it for eight hundred dollars yeah that's right because it's thirty percent off. Okay. So I saved three hundred dollars on the normal uh, normal price. It's like an eleven hundred dollar monitor normally. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, what the, uh, not the refresh rate, but the kind of resolutions and color support. I saw those specs supporting it. Kind of. Yeah. Well, the uh, because it's UHD, it's not necessarily four K. I think four K is what uh, thirty four forty by twenty eight something or other. Uh, this is 3440 by 1440. Well, actually, UHD is kind of like a subset of 4K. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it still drives it. And even yeah. at uh, even on the most intensive maps on, uh, on Warframe, mean, and I mean, Warframe plays on potatoes, but if you turn it all the yeah. way up to maximum, you know, visual quality, it can tax even the, uh, the beefiest PCs. And I, I ran into no issues at all. Uh, with it sitting at 120 frames per second, you know, which matches the refresh rate. Uh, G-Sync helps with anything that I'm going to be playing in 4K because G-Sync really comes into its own between 40 and 60 frames per second. 
Right. Uh, that's you know that smooths out some of the uh, the tearing from a lower uh, uh, from a lower frame rate. Uh, okay. The model of this is the Dell Alienware AW three four one eight DW. Cool. So um, there is a uh, there's been a uh, game that's been kind of in development hell for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh anybody who played uh Vampire the Masquerade or oh, Bloodlines. Oh boy. Back in you know, back, back, in, back the day, in the day. Um Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthbound has been kind of stuck in development hell without publisher. Right. Um they actually apparently got a new publisher Ooh. and now have a release window of 2020. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I I may not be um, the guy for these games, but I'm mildly interested. It's uh yeah. so it it well, be I mean, kind of like a uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines was a decent little it's a third person RPG. Little RPG game. Right. I mean, if if you like was, those you I think that there's a lot of story that goes into uh, the new vampire game. Yeah. Right. There's one that I fully plan on trying to finish here before we do our game of the year, but it's a pretty good game. Right. Yeah. So Big Ben Interactive is the... Big Ben Interactive. I think it's a smaller publisher. What the hell? Um, but even with a smaller publisher, I just really like to... I have really enjoyed the World of Darkness tabletop games. Right. And I'd love to see another decent RPG out of that, out of that universe. Um, so the fact that, so the fact that that's happening, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, gets my interest peaked again. I have I something like kind of from total left field right now. Okay. As, um, like I'm a, I think I was, I grew up not hating anybody for like their choice or a sexual preference or the race or anything like that. Right. And in light of, there's a story that just went out a few hours ago that I've been, that's all over the internet right now. Essentially some people were harassed in 76 that were playing. Right. So there's a group of guys that play and stream uh, games together and they ran into a guy on one of the servers that and I'm going to say his name because he's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> um, it was going by Nathan the Hick. And Nathan the Hick, I guess, they were making some comments and they'd asked for like a disease cure or something like that. And Fallout, by default, has proximity chat. You can turn it off, but what that means, if if you've played The Division or right. a few other games that use it, essentially when you're in close proximity, you can hear people talking. So they were just on open comms, essentially talking like the three of these guys. And he asked for like a disease cure. I guess they talked for a few minutes. And the story's pretty consistent. I looked at, like, four different sources. I'm looking at Eurogamer right now. But um, essentially what happened is one of the guys said his outfit looked cute, and the guy made some derogatory homophobic comments about that, like, I I ain't going to do none of that gay shit, and then stormed uh, off, which, like, whatever, dude. Right. Um, he came back, and they didn't have pacifist mode on. You can turn on pacifist mode, which will keep you from accidentally blowing shit up, which I'll tell a quick story about in a second, but... Um, so this guy, it takes a very small amount of damage when you get shot. So they decided not to shoot back. 
So this guy decided that he was going to shoot them for 10 minutes until they died and just followed around and harassed them. So he had to shoot them for 10 minutes to kill them, um, all while making a lot of derogatory comments about how he was going to, <laughs> I'm just going to say, this is a quote. What? Um, he said, queer down and decontaminate the AIDS. That's what he was wow. trying to do. What? Yeah. Wow. So here's, he also said on Proximity Chat, we have to come to eliminate all the gays. He went and found some other people to help him. That, that is. It's really fucked. Wow. That is fucking stupid. Well, uh. Well, the, so here's the crazier well. thing. The gay, Nathan the Hick, uploaded, uploaded a video to YouTube. And let me try to find it. He said. Like, this is a quote, and by no means do I support this. I'm simply quoting it. He said, right. the video was titled Cleansing of the Queers. What? And he taped himself shooting these guys for minutes and minutes and minutes, right? So the guys that got harassed by this reached out to Bethesda and said, hey, this is, like, really fucking uncalled for. Right. Like, they blocked him, went to another server, and had a lot of difficulty getting the information, but Bethesda was really interested in the issue. Um, initially banned the guys for three days, and then their CS team reviewed it and banned everybody that was involved with Nathan the Hick for life from all Bethesda games. Wow. <laughs> they took a very serious stance with well, it, which I'm glad they did. Yeah. In the light of everything that people are saying, it's let's get on the negative Bethesda wagon, I thought this was, while the story itself is fucked up, they did the right thing. Right. Sure. You know- like, there's no reason to harass somebody like that on fucking internet. So, Here's a crazier thing, though. I'm going to give you another quote. Oh, God. So, let me go back to what Nathan the Hick said. He said, I'm going to, you just tell me what your thoughts are. He's a senior in high school, and he said, My version of the incident is more or less the same as the public has taken it. The only difference being the fact that I don't hate gay people. It's just a late night of having fun, and after the first encounter seen on my channel, felt it'd be fun to offend them somehow. You can call that evil, but I think it's playful immaturity. I don't regret the incident. I will not apologize given the opportunity. I do not plan on doing anything like this in the future, but to be fair, I didn't plan the initial incident. I just found them and decided to go through with it. <sighs> That's called a dick move. Dick move. Yeah, so. You dick. Jesus. So, yeah, that's just fucked up. Right. So that's, that is being toxic for toxic sake. That is the mentality of just about every fucking like whiny bastard that plays fucking Call of Duty. Uh, it is, and it, unfortunately, it's rampant in the fucking public server open world survival games. Uh, fucking Ark has also got very bad. We've uh, run into weird stuff like that in DayZ, but revenge can be sweet in those games, too. Right. Well, so, yeah. The, the it, situation itself is fucked up. Bethesda probably, you know, they. I can say that they can do the right thing on that. And I can tell you, Bethesda's talking arm and their, their community service arm, they're fine. The only problem I have with Bethesda games right now is is, well, their technical side. You know, and I'm going to speak to that, too, in a second. Okay. I am going to – I'll just use that to segue, and then I'm going to speak to the pacifist mode because okay. I had a funny encounter with it. Um, so the technical side, I wanted to say, and I never quote them positively, but I will give them credit where credit's due. Kotaku has a huge story that they did on explaining what an engine is. Right. Which I thought for my people that just – that usually drink the swill of that is that site. 
I have no qualms about talking them down because half the shit is bullshit. <laughs> However, uh, the particular writer that was dealing with this made some extremely good points. He wasn't praising or denigrating the game in any way. He was trying to be a neutral party to the topic of an engine because there's a lot of toxic talk about, oh, you're using that for Starfield, you're using that for Elder Scrolls Six. He explained what an engine is. And let me tell you, boys and girls, here's what an engine is. An engine is a collection of software. Right. Where they have a common engine, per se, is they have an editor. Their lighting engine, the graphical engine behind it, the physics engine, the things that they use are different per game. They use a editor that's common with everything, and that editor is called the creation engine. The reason they use the creation engine, it is the only engine right now that allows you to place thousands of interactable objects in a world. There is not another engine out there that does that. So until somebody completely creates that from the ground up, creation engine is the best thing to do that with. Right. Everything else is a painted on object. If you go into a Call of Duty game, expect a limited amount of interactable objects in a world because it doesn't have that power. Frostbite, the same thing. That's why you get loot tables and things like Dragon Age Inquisition that is on a body. It is not It is not loot on the ground. Right. It is you loot object, text file transfers over to your save file, and that's what you have. It is not picking up, and to use this very loosely, coffee cups on a table. Right. Because there is a shitload of that, and there's a shitload of weapons lying around, and there's a shitload of little things that Creation Engine does that no other engine does. Now, do they use it 100% effectively? Hell no. We know no. that for a long time. They've been not, and the QA department have never been very good with that, and that's to their chagrin. But in general, I don't want you to think that it's the same engine as Fallout 4. It is not. It is using components of that. When they make their other games, they'll be doing that. Right. But before people rant and rave about what the engine is, they've incorporated new parts that are broken, which is the problems that we're having today. And the problem with Bethesda is their QA team has not been either been given enough time or have enough heads or well, I don't know. But the the failing with that they have had for a, over a decade has been their QA team not testing their games long enough. Well, the because it seems that they fix them eventually. Not really. You know, one of the playing problems Fallout that, Four today on console versus playing Fallout Four a month after release is drastically different. Right, right. and they took a lot of the improvements from uh, for Fallout from modern code. So that that's the thing. So in an ideal world situation, you know, this is the situation that I would experience, you know, would like to see from Bethesda going forward. They make the base game, say 76. We're, you know, we're going to make Fallout 76. Get all the modders, the people who actually spend all the extra fucking time trying to fix the game, right? Get them on your fucking QA team. Give them the alpha. Then... Give them the alpha and give them access to be able to you know to test certain code for uh, for modding. Honestly, they and just need to hire some of these if people. They, if they successful. hired some of these people, that would be perfect because it would even get fixed before the alpha. But get get those fuckers on the alpha. I mean, let give, them play it. Let them see it. Let them see the back to, end of to it. To give food for thought, I mean, the beta for Fallout New California came out last month, and by the time you're listening to this, almost a month and a half back, but. That game is now on its beta, like, four, and he's planning on releasing the final product soon, but he keeps finding bugs in that engine and correcting them. And that's a very small team of, like, what, one or two? It's two. Right. Yeah. So It's got a guy working, like, 16 to 20 hours a day. Right. So, 
you know, the Bethesda's got a, a much bigger team of you know developers behind all of this. There's a lot of moving parts behind development of games. It's not just one d- dude most of the time. Yep. And you know, uh, New California, it's only two dudes because they're building a mod for a, an existing it's, game. Well, it's so it's basically one guy that does environmental design and structures the story and quest and everything else, and one guy that it's his coder. And, and then a whole team behind the voices and stuff like that, but they don't work night and day like these two guys right. do. You know, but these, you know, that, that's a passion project for them, and it's been in the works for how long now? Since two years after Fallout New Vegas came out. Right. So it's, Since it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, I will say to move it further along, I just wanted to throw that out there because I was trying to educate some... I say educate, and I don't mean that to sound derogatory, just, but I was trying to talk that talk that over with some people I work with, and they're explaining, oh, the engine's all fucked up, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I need to explain to you what a game engine is. And it kind of broke it down. I mean, let's just look. If you look at the title screen, look at everything that's incorporated with this. Some yep. of the tools have been around for a long time. Essentially, Unreal, Unreal 4, and the Kotaku guy made a really good point of this, made Octopath Traveler and modern games, Right. Octopath Traveler, a game that is done in a 16-bit art style, was done in Unreal 4. Right. Unreal 4 is just the core editor on placing objects and placing executables for physics. Everything else around that, the art style, the graphics, those things are all imported in. The lighting program is a lighting program. Right. All those things are things tied together with that editor. Right. And you yeah. plug in all those things into that editor, and then it makes it work. You know, texturing is different. You know, all the texturing is artwork that's placed on top of the wireframes for everything that you know that you see in a game. And the editor, the engine or editor, is what places those wireframes and and allows you to apply that texture. So if you have a problem with the game's graphics, and as far as like texture quality is concerned, you're not yeah. worried about the engine, you're worried Play. about the quality of the uh, of the yeah. art asset. And, and even deeper than that, you have to realize that all of these textures, all these wireframes, etc., are all designed inside editors that you that many people use on a daily basis and don't even think about it. Things like Poser, things like uh, Adobe things, you know, Photoshop, Photoshop is used these, for a shitload these, of textures. These things are manually painted in those programs or set up in those programs and imported as files a, a into real, the engine. A That's, real long time ago, I was working with a guy to make follow, or, uh, uh, Left for Dead maps, original Left for Dead, and he figured out how to make textures for char- new characters. Right. And so when you when you pull them out, they are flat images uh-huh. that are in weird proportions. Yes. Um, and then you paint them and you wrap them around the texture. So he was doing that to create new assets for new monsters. It's, it's Although we had the same monster model with a different texture and a different skin on it. The easiest way yeah. for me to uh, to you know to equate that just take a look at a clothing pattern. Like, if you look at yep. a shirt pattern, for instance, all the different parts that goes into a shirt, you have a 3D object in the form of a shirt that fits a person yep. at, a, at a certain size, right? But if you're, if you're looking at the actual fabric pattern, you're looking at a 2D version but of that same shirt. If you took that shirt and cut it at all the seams and spread it out, that's right. what the right. skins look like. Well, and, like, that's, that's one of the things that, uh, like, every once in a while when I get on, when I get on a Sims kick... Like I've had Sims three and Sims four, and one of the things I I do with that because I 
I do have an art tendency is I actually like do my own fucking textures because I don't like the plain ass shit that they give you. <laughs> right. You know, so, um, and some people and I actually paint, paint stuff like that, but it can literally take me four or five hours just to do a fucking shirt. Right. Because of the, the amount of layers you have to figure out proportions, etc. You have to make sure. So if, uh, if you're looking at a at a wraparound uh, mesh for a shirt, right? But uh, that does uh, that shirt has a design. Like, yeah. say you've got uh, like, straight uh, horizontal lines on the shirt. Yep. Well, if you look at, if you're looking at the paint version of that shirt, those lines are going to be curved. Yep. And, and if you and if you don't set up the texture for or the wire mesh for that shirt right yes you can actually end up fucking up the model for for the character right because that mesh gets laid on top of the character mesh etc right so you've got um, you got a lot of shit so that, there's know, a lot of shit it. that goes into all that and i, and I so I, I, at the table i'm the one that you know kind of you know started you know, throwing the shit bombs towards seventy six really because I I did not like how they handled certain things about it. I don't like the 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 integration of the uh, frames per second, you know, and everything. So all of uh, all of the work that goes behind it, I I appreciate, and they should do better. And I think that adding the uh, adding the people who mod for the game in as at least the elite testers for an alpha and playtesting it with them would have made a much better game. Yep. Agreed. Um, moving very quickly along, I'll just say this. When you are in passive, passivist mode is great for people with explosive weapons, and I'll tell you why. So <laughs> there are missions to help defend certain settlements that you do for some quick caps. And I was doing that thinking I was helping somebody. However... The one thing that you should realize about Fallout 76 is that it is kind of like survival game mixed with Diablo. And I have a found a loot roll on a shotgun that shoots explosive pellets. And I have upped the, my explosive damage by a considerable amount as well as my shotgun damage. And it is basically mostly my one-hit punch gun. It's a double-barreled shotgun that shoots explosive shells. <laughs> um, I accidentally killed this guy's generators while he was trying to defend his outpost, which was part of a mission he was doing. I was going to make some quick caps, and I put myself wanted. Um, then eventually I found somebody who wanted to travel to me, and I was like, you can just take the caps. I'm sick of being wanted at this point because I can't get unwanted. So I let somebody fast travel to me real quick and shoot me for a quick 30 caps so that I could get rid of my wanted level and make sure I saved all my junk. So when you Yay. get when you get PvP'd, what do you lose? Uh, a certain measure of caps based on what you've done. Okay. So killing but, a player might be 20 caps. Well, I accidentally destroyed this guy's generators and accidentally killed a player in the process because it's a wide swath of explosion that I was just doing to everything, not realizing I was just racking up a wanted guy. level. So I racked up a total of 50 caps, I want to say. I want It started off at 30, but yeah, it was 50 caps, and I had about 500 job. on me. And then after that, like I waved at the guy and I repaired his generators because I felt bad with from my resources. Right. But I had all this scrap on me that I didn't want to lose, and my character has a bonus to his scrap. And until they fix some of the stash limit next week, I was holding on to all of it myself. So I went back to my stash, grabbed a bunch of weapons, and then somebody was marking me because I was in a, a very difficult area. 
He's like, can I fast travel to you? I was like, yeah, but I'm going to also give you the bonus. I was like, I want you to kill me so I can get rid of my wanted level and I can load my junk back up on me. So he's like, yeah, I don't mind doing that at all. (laughs) He's like, I'll fast travel to you and kill you. He's like, that's not a big deal to me. So he fast traveled over to me. He waved at me. I waved back at him. And then I let him, I was in power armor, and I let him beat the ever-living shit out of me for about three minutes because he was several (laughs) levels lower than me. Um until he got his. You couldn't get out of your power armor? Well, I didn't want to. So if you die while encumbered, you got to respawn at the vault. So Um, my power armor is helping me manage my weight. That's changing, though, too. That's supposed to change, too. Right. But long story short, like, if you're going to go around helping, it's probably better to be in pacifist mode. Right. It's easy to put your. In pacifist mode, you don't do damage to other people. My brain couldn't get past the fact that he's letting somebody beat on him. Yeah. 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 I, well, Lower so when you go, player. what yeah. happens Beat is his fist on him. Beat me. <laughs> I'm a sadist. <laughs> so the the it, but the issue is is once you go wanted, it you're the only person you can see on the map, and then people are going to hunt you down, and you lose junk, right? Well, the way I'm managing my character is I'm carrying almost all my junk on me, because I've got a a ninety percent weight reduction on junk, so my three hundred pounds of junk is. Lo- nothing on me it's 30 pounds right so and i always have it with me for whatever i want to do i always have a quick count of what i got so i can craft more things nice anyways well i just wanted to tell the story about that because it was a little bit odd yeah so moving on um this is a story for from a couple weeks ago that we didn't get to but i feel feel is kind of important so skybound released a press release um as as everyone knows, they landed uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead. Right. Um, and basically, they said, thanks for your patience. They've had to jump through a lot of logistical and legal lo- hoops to, to get to the point where they could really start working on the game. And they, they basically said, sorry for the delays. Uh, we will... We will be announcing release dates for episodes three and four very soon. And a lot of the passionate team members who originally worked on the game are resuming development efforts today. Oh. So. So, yeah. Apparently, a lot of the original team got brought on. Nice. Um, and they are, uh, they also confirmed that you will not have to purchase the next episodes if you already purchase the full game you will be able to download them wow when they become available that's under your original purchase wherever you purchased it that's actually that's that is damn good that's that's fucking that is amazing that means that they had gotten a uh uh that they had purchased all of the the uh all of the previous purchase agreements as well yes wow which can't have been cheap no. Wow. That's yeah. actually, that's that's really cool. So that tells me also that Skybound is really <laughs> passionate about it and they're going to make sure justice is done. Well, sure. That's um, great. And that means that also the integration of your story is probably going to continue as well. So yep. uh, uh, that means all the back end will fit seamlessly with the new development. So great. Yep. Awesome. Uh also, uh, well, this is just rumor, uh, but 
Rumor has it that the name of Rocksteady's next game is mm. Superman World's Finest. <laughs> There's never been a good Superman that, game ever. <laughs> and that it will be that it will be revealed <laughs> at the Game Awards next month. Uh, uh, see, uh, next week, in fact. <clears throat> Every time, every single time I hear a Superman game come out, yeah. I, I, I just I just have to laugh because there's never, never been a good Superman game. Not one. Ever. Not one ever. ever. So um, they're going to be like, Superman's world's finest, world's finest turd. <laughs> well, so we'll I'm see what they it do now, with guys. that. Um, also, In Exile announced over their Twitters a couple days ago. That they are, in fact, working on a remaster of the original Wasteland. Of the original? That would be a, an interesting process. I, I mean, I have it, the original Wasteland. It is very much a fucking DOS text game. adventure. Yeah, it's a fucking DOS game. It's a fucking text adventure. So if so, what are they What are they wanting to do? Are they wanting to go no in the details. same... Oh, I wonder. I wonder. I'm speculating. But... If they go along the same line as Wasteland 2, basically give that story an update, you know, you could take all of the events in the story from Wasteland and update it into the engine that they've got for Wasteland 2 or Wasteland 3, yeah, you know, whatever. And, you know, and put I that would out absolutely there. play that. Of course. Of course. Because playing the original Wasteland is uh, it's a test of patience now. Uh, you have to be in a certain mode to play something that old. Yes, yep. you might. It's kind of like playing solitaire. It's it's like going back from uh, going back into the muds territory after playing fucking like I candy it's games. It's nearly a mud. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yep. I actually kind of like that idea. Um, also announced this week, uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, which is a free to play mobile title that right. Bethesda has been working on. Uh, has been delayed into next year. <laughs> Maybe they're just, they looked at what happened with that Diablo game. <laughs> oh, uh, mobile games just... right now are actually, you know, the whole Diablo. I, uh, I, I I don't mind it so much if it's not the only thing they do, right? Like if they do it at a proper Diablo, I'm cool because there are times when I've had to travel for work and the only thing I can bring is my iPad and then I'm just like, well, I guess it's going to play XCOM and FDL over and over again. Right. So, Mobile games have their uh, have their space, right? And it, it shouldn't be a like front and center featured space. Well, that's where you know that's where Blizzard messed up, right? And the uh, the whole "don't you guys have phones" thing is now a meme. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's all over the place. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know decent games coming from mobile, but it's all going to be kind of shattered under that meme right now. Uh, and honestly, mobile gaming on like a phone or a tablet, uh, it's it's difficult to actually get people to play for long periods of time because they they chew through the battery of your device. Like, yep, you know, nobody's gonna want a game with the uh, with the power cord connected to your fucking phone. I disagree, but go I mean, on. I I can't. Like, the power cord comes off of where my right palm would sit. Like yeah. if I'm holding my game, you know, my my phone like this to play games. But you you'd be surprised. Um, also, uh, was announced a couple days ago that PUBG will be released on the PS4. Uh, it is coming December seventh, so next week. Oh, okay. 
uh, hey, hey, for PS4, for, for PS4 people, that's and that, that's, and that's they've been waiting on. That, and that's fine. Um, but I've I was over the whole battle royale thing, fucking at the beginning of this year. Oh, I know. Uh, um, also, another thing I found interesting: Daredevil has been canceled. Uh huh. Officially, yes. yes. Um, uh, you know why I think that is, and I think the article I posted from Sci-Fi is absolutely right. With Disney getting their own channel, right? Yep. They're moving all the Marvel stuff. Well, and they've got to get new actors for all of it too. No, don't they? no, they don't. The because it's all still under Marvel license, so they don't necessarily have to do all that. The main thing is, is that I think what they're doing is they are half. I'd imagine Disney's probably paying off something uh, to move new seasons of these shows, of some of these shows, over to their new streaming service and, later and on. Honestly, I'm not looking um, forward to the Disney streaming service one bit. No. I mean, it's just another fucking subscription that I'm going right. to have to have. And that's what a lot of people feel and uh so as of right now the only series left on netflix is jessica jones and that's which was canceled. confirmed for its third season and will probably be canceled after that season yep. appears on netflix yep um and punisher was also renewed for season two which, which once it releases will probably, probably be canceled. canceled yep um however netflix's contract apparently is going to allow them to keep those shows on their streaming service as far as what's already been put on there for the foreseeable future. Uh, well, that's fine and dandy. I don't think Disney wants anything to do with Punisher. Um, and uh, Jessica Jones is kind of questionable, um, you know, as far yeah. as her uh, her rampant drinking problem that she yeah. has. I'm not sure if that's Disney- quality friendly ish thing about well i mean they uh, own Mar they own marvel now so right but those characters were you know they have they have their own little flaws the, the netflix characters have been decidedly edgier right than the mainline mcu yeah you you can you can get captain now, america to, on any fucking to Disney that screen. same effect agents of shield also has been at times a lot darker than the general MCU. Though, granted, that darkness is limited because it still airs on ABC. Right. <laughs> right. But it has gone there a few freaking times. I mean, it's not like it's been devoid of it. Jessica Jones fucking chugs whiskey. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And the Punisher kills people because killing people is what he does. Yeah. So... <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, we're probably not really going to know what's happening with these things for probably about six months to a year. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to have to bow if, down to the fucking mouse. If they're mouse going to again. come back at all. You have to bow down to the fucking mouse every fucking time. They are buying everything. They fucking are. Disney will own all entertainment here soon. We will um, be sponsored by Disney. We won't say the word fuck. That'll probably still take a couple decades, but yeah. <laughs> Disney, yeah, you remember Demolition Man, where uh, you know, where there was the franchise wars, and o the only ones that survived was Taco Bell. Yeah, that's going to be Disney. Well, I mean <laughs> that that's getting closer and closer. Our our 
Our regional Taco Bueno has filed for bankruptcy. And yes, and it was picked up and by. Uh, it was picked up by. Uh, was it the Ooh. same corporation that owns Wendy's and Arby's? Oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. can't remember exactly which one it is, but yeah. it's not Yum Brands. It's the other one. Yeah. Yum uh, has what fucking uh, KFC, Long John Silver's, all that stuff. Yeah. Pizza Hut. Yeah. You know, a lot. So, <laughs> I mean, there's that thing. Um, this this commercial brought to you by Disney. Also, uh, be watching Obsidian's website. Ooh. They've kind of been teasing something coming. What? New special messages from either Anti-Cleo or Spacer's Choice. Ooh. 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 Um, and basically, if you... If you uh, get past the uh, the countdown screen. Uh, you'll see one of two images. Either it's like some sort of pistol, uh, uh looking contraption uh, sold by Spacer's Choice, and some skincare products from Auntie Chloe's or Cleo's, whatever it is. Um, either way, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense yet. But you know, knowing the way that obsidian does things uh you know expect... i just i just think it's interesting because they just got bought so i want to yeah. kind of see what happens with it i do too but i mean you know if it's coming from obsidian it's at least going to be an interesting rpg i mean yeah i'm still that's... plinking along that pillars as i find time too yeah so it'll be interesting to see what it is hopefully it's like some space cyberpunk thing and spacer's choice yeah. and anti cleo's something or other i'm 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 looking yeah. it up right now uh interesting special message from spacer's choice it's, it sounds like a coffee company doesn't it yep. yeah it does <laughs> spacer's so, choice uh, <laughs> dark roasted uh, coffees <laughs> The Game Awards host, uh, Joff uh, Keeley, took to Twitter and uh, actually announced the proper reveal for Obsidian's new game will air at this week's or at this year's uh, Game Awards. Oh, sweet. On December 6th. Okay, so that'll be so, another reason to watch that. Yep. I wonder what that is. I'm looking at the picture of the gun right now. I know. It, or, it's got or, my interest peak. Order yours today. Um, with that, I don't really have anything else. I think I think we're probably at a good stopping point. You think so, Rusty? Sure. All right. Well, Jason, where can you find us? Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash RealTiltCast. And search for us on iTunes. Frying friends of the show. Frying. 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 Uh, KBG on YouTube. Um, you can listen to back episodes of Carousel as he's not doing that podcast anymore. Um, you can find um, For the Love of Gaming, NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They have a moon pier. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace. Peace.